0: Hello, and welcome to my show in this little episode that I am about to complete here. This is take number three. Uh, The first take I went on for about two or three minutes, and I'm like, oh, goodness. Last take I made it up to about seven minutes and decided I was talking absolute nonsense. So I deleted both recordings and... We'll see if this takes sticks. If you're listening to it, you'll know that it has. (laughs) What I should do is record like six of them and just take uh, the highlights from each one, but I won't do that. That takes too much time. It's Sunday afternoon, uh, late Sunday afternoon, and here I am in my tiny apartment in Belfast, Maine. And Sometimes I wonder if someone knocked on my door right now what they would see. My apartment is spotless for the most part a handful of dishes in the sink from what i just cooked some really yummy french bread pizza which i ate a little bit too much of not too much just just a tad bit so you'll have that i did wipe down the counters and clean up a little bit there but that's it the rest of the apartment is spotless however i am wearing uh gray sweatpants big puffy socks uh Kind of a ratty t-shirt. My hair is like really messy. I need a shower. Um, So uh, that's uh, the state of existence of uh, your host right now. Um, So as I do this, I hope nobody knocks at the door. But if they do, I'll just make a joke out of it. So about three weeks ago, I did a... (coughs) uh, No, I didn't do a cough. I've done several of those. Over uh, time, over the last three weeks, about three weeks ago, I did a podcast on relationships from a perspective of a Gen X single slash divorce guy as I am. And I received a lot of feedback from that episode, more than I have from any other previous episode, and there have been several and I like the feedback I received. All the feedback I received was from single female women uh that are in the Gen X. Uh, uh Gen X uh see I want to say Gen X generation but that'd be uh that me that'd be me repeating myself wouldn't it. In the Gen X what I want to say group. How about that? The Gen X group. You're probably shouting in the at your computer or phone or in your car right now going, spit it out, Matt, spit it out, spit it out. (laughs) Anyway, but everyone had various things to say, but there was agreement with the whole group that we all want romance. I may say that, oh, we can avoid romance and be fine and receive different things things different aspects of a relationship from different people and who's to judge but in the end the fact of the matter is we all want romance that was the consensus of this feedback and i'm having a and in the conversation which is con, which is ongoing which i really like and thank you uh, for those who did provide feedback i tend to agree I tend to agree and we want it at any age Uh, at a young age when we realize that we like uh, a certain gender and we know that we want that in our lives many of us were heartbroken when we were teenagers and it was genuine I mean adults will belittle it but we remember it we remember our first heartbreak And then as time goes on, it's more. What's the word I wanted to use? I'm trying to not use the word impactful because I don't think impactful is a word. And and as we get older and we get into more serious relationships, and maybe we live with someone for a while, and those relationships. And these are kind of like our pre-marriage relationships for those of you who have been married or your pre, your serious relationships before the real serious relationships. Those are the ones that I guess have more meaning in our lives. They affect our lives in different ways because they're all encompassing. You're renting up, you're sharing bills together. That's what it is. You're sharing, you're living under one roof and you're sharing bills together and they become, they know your families, you do things together, you go on vacations together. So it, it does, it takes on a different meaning. However, when those relationships end, I would say that the heartbreak feels the same. Maybe it takes us longer to get over that heartbreak. And then the heartbreak after years and years of marriage. Or years and years of just being in love with someone. I mean, those are incre- I mean, those are incredibly hurtful, but they're the same. And who's to say that you're going to be heartbroken at the end of those relationships? I can honestly say at the end of my divorce from a person that I uh, was with for 20 years, uh, I wasn't heartbroken when it ended. And that's nothing to say against her. It was just uh, time for us to move on, and she will likely say something similar. So it can end in kind of a mature way. Certainly there's a process and there's some things about it that are upsetting. And I hope that I don't go through divorce again, certainly. But there again, I'm not so sure I'll ever get married again. So there you go. And then there's the feeling of... Not whether it be not making a sports team, not, you know, getting chosen uh, for a particular music recital, not getting into the college that you wanted to, not getting the job you wanted to, losing your job, uh, not getting a loan for your dream house. Those are all forms of uh, heartbreak as well. And we know and the feeling is the feeling the same is heartbreak the same across the board is romantic heartbreak the same as a personal or professional heartbreak I don't know I don't know it's certainly a negative feeling that's for sure and it is a feeling I would describe as heartbreak does one take more than the other to get over hard to say Hard to say. And then we always have to deal with the loss of a loved one, especially if it's unexpectedly. And I don't know if uh, anybody ever gets over that. I would like to think that people get over the heartbreak of romantic love. I mean, it's this idea that you have to go through immense kind of pain and be prepared for it to finally find what you are looking for in life. And for a lot of people, that is a significant other that just loves you because of who you are. And you can reciprocate that as well. It's that feeling that just like, we know that feeling. It's just like, oh, the sight of that person is just, so empowering I just every time I see that person I light up it's like there's this glow over this person the presence of that person just makes me all fluttered somehow and to the point that you can't imagine what they see in you and that is a compromise that we well I'm not a compromise that's a conflict An internal conflict that we somehow have to come to terms with. I mean, we have to come to the realization that we have a lot to offer and or that, hey, I don't completely understand what this person sees in me. I just know that this person is just so incredible and I'm going to give my all to this person. And maybe that's unhealthy to a degree because you're all, all of us are deserving of being happy and we're deserve, we're deserving of being loved by another person. So even though you may feel that strongly about someone, make sure it's reciprocated again, not talking about anything revolutionary here. It's hard for us to rationalize those moments sometimes and, Understand that we need to get something out of the relationship as well. It can't be a one-way street. It's not healthy. And when it comes to heartbreak, it's are you willing personally to take that risk? Are you willing to jump in with both feet, both hands, your whole self, knowing that you might get heartbroken in the process? reading a business article years ago i I think it was from forbes it was about starting your own business and it was a list of items to be to have or expectations to have before you went into starting your own business but out of that list the one that stuck out to me because i do not remember any of the rest just this one thing be prepared to fail You know, be prepared to fail. So when you enter a relationship with someone, or maybe it's just even a first date, just the expectation that it may not go the way you want it to. I believe you have to be emotionally prepared for that. What is the worst thing that's going to happen if this person decides they don't want to be with you? Are you going to be okay? And the answer, of course, for all of you out there is yes. You are going to be okay. You will get over it. It's easy from the outside looking in at a person's situation and seeing that Two people are not good together and they need to break up. It's easy for us to see that. It's easy for us to make judgments on that. It's easy for us to have side conversations about how great it is because those two people were terrible for each other. I hear stories of uh, people that were in long term relationships and what they had put up with. you know smart, intelligent, attractive people and I'm just and I and I think to myself what 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 why?" Why? And the fact of the matter is you can't rationalize it. It's We don't know what makes people's hearts go pitter-patter for somebody else. It's It just was. I, as far as people going through a heartbreak, the best way we can be friends for that person is to listen. Listen to what they say. Be that, what's the word I want to use? I want to use sounding board. Is sounding board the right thing? Be the sounding board. If you're a sounding board, does that mean you're listening? I don't have my phone handy. I misuse words all the time. So I'm going to say, be the sounding board. Be the listener (laughs) to this person as they're going through a heartbreak. And is it okay to give advice to that person in that situation? If they ask for it, yes. Is it okay to say things like, well, you're better off without that person? I would say absolutely, yes. The last time I was heartbroken from uh, a romance that ended, I was in my 20s. And I remember going to a party, having too much to drink, uh this individual was at that party um, and I remember asking her to go with me away from the group and I just said, uh, you know, things like, I love you. I love you so much. I mean, we got to get back together, you know, basically being a really apathetic human being and um, not being smart enough in that state and, You can attribute it to youth as well to truly understand that that probably wasn't the best way to get my girlfriend uh, back. Um, And her response was, you know, you need to get over this. You need to move on, which she was right. And I made the mistake. Oh, God. I think it back on it. I made the mistake. And what a jerk I was! I made the mistake of saying nobody's ever going to love you the way I love you. <laughs> oh God, I can't believe I said that. Oh God. Um. Anyway, uh, I uh, I can assume that she, uh, as her life moved on, she found someone that loved her very, very much, and good for her because she's as we all are deserving of that. But I remember the next day waking up all hungover, feeling a regret about it, and going to one of my uh, bosses, actually, and telling him the whole story. And, uh, yeah, hungover, just miserable I was. And he said, you know what, Matt? Y- you got to get over it, and you can do better than her. And that actually made me feel better. Yeah not to say that she was a bad person at all but in the sense that yeah you can do better because you can find someone who you're completely in love with and uh who 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 you're completely in love with I had a grammatical error there and who's in, uh completely in love with you and of course eventually I found that so as we are the sounding boards, the listeners of our friends that are going through heartbreak, I believe it is okay to say simple things, uh, like you can do better. You can do better. You can do better because you don't need that stress in your life. Basically beating yourself up over, um, over a person who you, uh, shouldn't be with. And, Nobody needs that in their lives. Even if you did get back together, it's doomed to end if uh, the relationship itself is a tragic one. And I'm going to move my mouth away from the mic so I can cough again. <coughs> Excuse me, I don't have my fizzy water close by. That's part of the problem. When you talk for 17 minutes straight, you get a little verklempt. And uh, there you go. So in my situation now, it's uh, as I'm becoming happy with who the hell I am for truly, truly the first time in my life, uh, and also the fact that I'm busy, I ask myself, is there room for another person? And as I was talking to somebody about this recently, uh, yeah. If it's important enough, you make the room to do it. And then within parameters about where that person fits into your life, I mean, I believe if you overthink that, that's when you get into trouble. It's just like, relax about it. If uh, there's a situation that comes together where you can get together, great. Uh, How often you get together maybe it depends on uh, it depends on the situation it doesn't i like to think that people don't need to be together all the time every day for that matter i believe you can have a life and uh, fit your romance kind of in or around your professional and personal life the life that you've established yours for yourself as a single independent individual, I believe that if you are a strong, single, independent individual, there is room uh, for romance uh, that doesn't require consistent daily interaction. Or maybe the interaction is small. Maybe the interaction is just uh, messages on the phone. Uh, maybe messages on, more messages on certain days than others, knowing uh, their schedule and certain days of the week that might be completely occupied. Again, I'm saying this out loud because I'm still trying to navigate this. What is best for me? Being happy I would expect uh, a romantic relationship to just be an extra added bonus to it. I am afraid, and there's the key word there, is fear. Being afraid. I am afraid of causing a disruption of my happy life, and that might be something... Selfish to say, because with the vulnerability, will come uh, some sort of conflict from time to time. Because two people don't see to eye to eye all the time, even if they don't argue. Um, I may be at a point in my life, and many of you may be in the same situation. You have a routine, the choices you've made are safe, you're secure in your job. Maybe your job's not incredibly stressful, like mine. Uh, You're secure in your friends. You're secure in your hobbies. You're secure with your family. You have your routines. You do certain things the same days out of the week. And maybe you're resigned (coughs) to the fact that you're just not going to take many risks as you're older. I'm certainly not going to go out and go bumpy. uh, Bumpy, bungee jumping anytime soon or parasailing. I don't feel the need to climb Everest or K2. I don't feel the need to take many risks. And jumping into a relationship is certainly a risk. And I'll continue to talk about that. If we play it safe, we're preventing ourselves from being heartbroken. And you can accept change in your life. Change change is constant. You can accept the fact that not every day is going to be the same. There is change. I mean, I live in an apartment now that I know that I'm going to move out of probably a year from now. That's change. Uh, My son graduated from high school than a couple months change my daughter next year it's life is consistently changing Uh, my parents getting older to the point that they're going to need more care and eventually not be around anymore yes accepting of change and accepting of the fact that sadness is going to happen but with romance is the big risk at all of risk of all because you're entering it's just unknown territory And I am getting to the point where I can see the rewards of it more than I see the negative aspects of it. Again, I am accepting of the fact that we need romance. And... I appreciate you listening to this show. Uh, please feel free to provide feedback. I'll listen to past episodes. I do a bunch of different things here, as you can see, and I'll can yeah, we'll continue this discussion as time goes on. This show is never scripted, as you can tell. <laughs> so I know there's times that grammatically I may not sound great. My thoughts may go off in many different directions. I don't go back and listen to these. Uh, so if you do provide feedback via the face thing, uh, Twitter, Instagram, however you want to do it, uh, point out something that I said, and I'll be like, huh, I said that? I said that? I, I love these discussions. I, I can't say it enough. And until next time, I love you all, and be well.